by Galinda Mozo of Remax. Remax, above the crowd. Hello, I'm Glynis Crook. Welcome to Being Green. Many of you may have seen the heartbreaking images of thousands of Cape fur seal pups lying dead on Pelican Point Beach at Fulfus Bay. These seals are found predominantly along the coasts of Namibia and South Africa and would normally give birth from mid-November to early December. The bodies of the pups were first noticed at the start of the month by ocean conservation Namibia's Nodia Drea when he flew his drone over the seal colony. He joins us on the line now from Valfus Bay. Nodia, I know that you've been monitoring the situation daily. The last time you were up in an aeroplane having a look was on Wednesday. Have there been any changes since the story made the international news headlines about 10 days ago? Hi, Glenn. Uh, thanks for having me. Yes, I want to say um, things are looking quite positive in the sense that we are, I mean, we, we did see a lot of dead seals from the aeroplane, but a lot less fresh dead ones. It looks like most of the animals that are dead on the beach have been there for more than a week, which is a very good sign. It means that the, the rate of new dead animals is definitely decreasing, which is a very good sign. Earlier in this week, I know the estimation was at about 7,000. Has that gone up or is it pretty much still that amount? It's so difficult to say. There was the estimation just around Pelican Point of pups only. Now, if you factor the other colonies, which don't seem as hard hit, we just haven't had the time and resources to, to get to them. And then also the, the dead adults and one-year-old pups. We were seeing a lot of dead females and one-year-old pups in the beach as well. So I've been saying that I think the number is closer to around 10,000 that we know of, but that is still quite a conservative estimate based on the, if you have to base it on the whole country. Gosh, I know the Namibian Fisheries Ministry is looking into the deaths. Do we have any clarity yet on what the causes are? No, the, we, I mean, we, we've taken heaps of samples. They've been doing samples. We've been collecting samples to send off to, to honour support being processed by the University of Pretoria. And it's a difficult one because we, these tests take time. So we're not exactly sure what to test for. So people are always expecting a miracle quick answer, but I think it's going to be a lot more complex than that. The pups that were born prematurely, would they have died immediately? Um, some of them are alive for a short little while, but no, they, they, they generally do not live uh, very long. Some of them are born as stillborn, but a lot of them are alive, born alive. Depending on the stage of their development, they basically have no chance. They're not fully developed yet. So terribly sad. Has this phenomenon ever happened before? It has. The biggest one was in 1994, where we lost nearly a third of all the seals on the Namibian coastline. And then in 2003 and again 2008, there have been similar die-offs, but uh, not at the scale of 94. Also, right now, we're not looking at the scale of 94 yet. It's just we just <laughs> have all the warnings on, and we're just monitoring the situation closely to see that it doesn't become something as bad as that. I believe that the females actually mourn the death of their pups. They do. It's tragic to see. They, they walk around for a while on the beach. Um, they'll stay with the pup. They'll, they'll drag it around. They'll sort of nudge it all the time with their noses uh, for up to three or four days afterwards. It's almost birthing season. As we said earlier, what impact will the loss of all of these pups have on the colony? Well, you'll just have a big uh, hole in the population in this, in this colony. The, the, the good news for now is that the northern colonies are actually the much bigger colonies don't seem to be nearly as badly affected. So it could be a problem particular to the central coast. So this outbreeding colony in particular will have a bit of a hole in the population next year. 
and in the future, but the other colonies for now seem to actually be quite stable. So we're, we're really optimistic about that. I know that you have mentioned a couple of theories about why this could possibly have happened, which include pollution and, and other things. Pollution is a, is a difficult one. Um, it's more looking at uh, toxins, which not necessarily pollution. It could be, come from a toxic algae bloom. There could be uh, bacterial or viral infection amongst the seals. But, the, I mean, the most probable cause is just uh, a lack of food resources, which would be down to the climate would, would play a big factor in that. Our weather has been very strange this year. And it could be that the warm waters bringing the fish, the nutrient-rich fish that the seals need at this time of year, are just delayed. And that uh, they just haven't had access to, to the fish they need to fulfill their breeding requirements. Because you did say that some of the adult female looked slightly emaciated. Yes, very much so. A wider impact beyond Pelican Point, is this possible? Well, that's why we, I mean, we covered about 200 kilometers to the south by drone. Not by drone in, a, in an aeroplane, I was in a light aeroplane. And it does seem the further away we get, it gets gradually less. But Pelican Point or the central colony seems to be the epicenter. We also have some colonies right in the south of Namibia, 500 kilometers south of here. Um, and they do not seem as badly affected either as our central colony. Thanks to Nordia Drea of the non-profit organisation Ocean Conservation Namibia. And that brings us to the end of the programme. Till next time, from Eaglinus Crook, take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax. Remax, above the crowd. A global challenge to environmentalists is to make all people aware of how their behaviour impacts on the Earth's natural resources. How we tread as individuals, corporates and government affects the circle of life. Galinda Moser of Remax Living is committed to the health and well-being of your family. This starts with your home and ends with your planet. That's why Galinda is the proud sponsor of Being Green on Fine Music Radio. For now and future generations, Remax above the crowd. Every-